0: all right so i deleted the last video i did i didn't like it so it's very rare that i delete videos that i do but yeah when it comes to first Corinthians 12 guys i have so much to say like i learned so much with this chapter in the bible so i won't delete any more videos that i do so perfectly this video god blesses it because yeah i just really trying to convey everything that god taught me through this lesson, and I just want to give you guys a vantage point. That's probably what I should do to, like, make these lessons, like, really be what God has taught me, and I could just bestow upon you and articulate in the best way possible, like he gave to me. So, like, for me, in my experience, let's just talk about me for a minute. So, like, at my dad's church, I don't like my dad's church. Like, I don't know if you have a church on you don't like. I don't know if you or going to a church that you feel like sucks, you know what I'm saying, guys? Like, there's just some churches like that. Like, if we're being transparent, like um, a good example is uh, when I first got, even before I was saved, guys. I was 15 years old when I was about 15, 16 years old. I knew it, I knew more than everybody else about the Bible at my church, except for my dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, so anytime I went to Sunday school, I didn't learn anything. Like it was, not, they didn't never teach me nothing I didn't know. So like the teacher sucked, you know, and I, and not only that they were missing key stuff during each and every single lesson when they taught it. And yeah, they just couldn't teach and they weren't passionate about teaching the Bible. And then they didn't know the passages that they're teaching. So like, it was my pet peeve. So when I got saved, like, you know, like, like I just got the spiritual gift of teaching, you know, prophecy, um, wisdom and knowledge like so certain gifts come together like when you got wisdom and knowledge that spiritual gift that's talking about first Corinthians uh 12 when you have wisdom and knowledge it kind of leads to prophecy and teaching right so certain gifts work together right so um yeah like that's one thing guys so my sunday school teachers weren't that good the choir at my dad's church um they they're not consistent you know what i mean sometimes they mess up And then on top of that, like they don't sing with passion, with you know fervor, like you know they don't they don't know what they're singing. You know what I'm saying? Like it 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 irks me, you know. Like choir set the tone of church service and the whole how the whole entire church service is gonna be. But you're gonna sing like some like you know like you hate it, and expect us to worship God? Like what is that? Like you know what I'm saying? The kids ministry, like oh my gosh, guys, the kids had nobody teaching them on Wednesdays. Like there's literally no kid ministry because nobody volunteered to help out with the kids nobody wanted anything to do with the kids like that that, that was my pet peeve that's what my dad always said was is like he always wanted to start like a um a member's course kind of like at my at his church like so he wanted to teach everybody about like the amy history the amy church um but really he was trying to make a christian discipleship like making uh, some type of mentorship program where we can like really dissect scripture verses and like teach other people and really just hone in the Bible and like really teach people, you know what I'm saying? So there's certain needs that my dad, my local church needed that I could aid in. Right. And so a lot of times in just in general, like when it comes to church, people say these things like, you know, well, the church ought to do this or the church ought to do that. The church should do this, church should do that. Like, I don't like this place. I wish they would do something different. And I'm here to say, I'm going to give you this main point. I want you guys to remember this. This is the main point of the whole entire video, right? Uh, if you have problems everywhere you go, maybe the problem's you. If you have problems everywhere you go, maybe the problem's you. So maybe that thing that you're saying that the church should ought to do, maybe you ought to do it. You ever thought about that? So, guys, like, you know, I'm going to ask you a few questions. So what that thing that you're saying the church should do, right? The church ought to do this, church ought to do that, right? Like, what are you passionate about? Is that something you're passionate about? But more than likely it is, right? <laughs> and then what burdens you about your church? It's probably what you're passionate about. Like, you can do something about it. You see where I'm going at, guys? <laughs> what does the church need to do better? Like, that church you don't like, that church that has you have a problem with, when you think that the church should and what they should or shouldn't do, like what could you do different, you know, to make to fix, you know, meet that need. That's the whole entire point of First Corinthians 12, guys. Like the biggest thing I learned with First Corinthians chapter 12 is we're a body, we're the body of Christ. We're called to work together, right? God has given everybody spiritual gifts, and when you don't meet the need of the church that the church needs. You're really hoarding your gifts. You're holding back what God wants to do through you. So, guys, these are things you're passionate about, you know, like, and you're refusing to do anything about it, guys. So, you know, well, the church ought to do this, people. This is for you. Like, you know, that's your burden. You know, that's, that's something you have a problem with. Not everybody has a problem with it, right? So, you know, that's your calling. That's what you should be doing, right? And that's what God's showing you to do. And, again, you are the church. So what is the church? You know, is the church a building? No. The church is all believers, the body of Christ. When the church building is gone, what? where's the church? It's still there. It's other believers, being with other believers. So what needs need to be met? What burdens do you see that's there? So that's something I want to point out with you guys, guys. Like I'm going to share my screen on my other uh, social media platform. So um, let's see if I can go to it real quick. So I want you guys to go to my YouTube channel, Upload past Crossroads, and look for this video. I did a video talking about this before and it's just talking about uh the title of the video i'm about to show you guys is your burdens your calling uh yeah i think that's what i titled it but really your burden is your cross right so here goes the video right here i want you guys to look at this video on my youtube channel upload past crossroads check it out and i also have a podcast upload past crossroads as well so i'm on every podcast platform where you can find me on there but your burden is your calling man this video was fire right here so with that video guys like i talked about these things i'm about to tell you right now, like. Um, the I did a quote of the day for that video and the quote was this the burden you bear often reveals the calling you'll embrace so the burden you bear often reveals the calling you'll embrace so if you want to find your purpose find your wounds so whatever irks you whatever gets on your nerves whatever you think the church should be doing God and you're passionate about that's that's on you to do that's why God put that in you for you to do something about it so are you acting and walking in that faith See, you're not living by faith if you refuse to do that, right? That's why the church is in a situation that it's in, because you and other people in the body are refusing to be used by God in the way that God wants to use you. You're you're passionate about it for a reason. You're the only one passionate about it. That means God wants you to do something about it. So are you a doer of the word, or are you a just a hearer? you just come to church just to get fed or something like that, just to hear a good word, just for yourself? you're not acting on your faith? What? You see the, guys, this is the Bible. It gets real. You know what I'm saying? It gets real. (laughs) And so, guys, this is your cross to bear. Guys, whatever you, whatever gets on your nerve, whatever problems you see in the church, God wants you to do something about it. The church is the body of Christ. It ain't a building. So when you see other believers not functioning in a way that God wants us to function, you're supposed to act. You're supposed to do something, guys. You're supposed to meet the need. When there's a need that ain't being met at a church, that's on you, boo boo. Ain't on nobody else but you, especially if you' only one that sees it. You know what I'm saying? So, man, like this is so powerful because, like, Jesus talked about this. The whole Bible relates with everything. But right now, I'm did a study again, a Bible study on 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and it Paul really just talks about how the body works, man. Like, you know, uh, what is it? I'm gonna just read it no verse 21 let's let's just go there first you got two big groups of people in the corinthian culture you got people who had certain spiritual gifts and thought they were better than everybody else and the little people who didn't have the gifts that they had and then you had other people who had literal gifts that people said you know they were lesser than because they had literal gifts that didn't make them known didn't make them special like they couldn't heal anybody they didn't do any miracle they couldn't speak in tongues or anything so you know, that, that crowd, you know, y'all just stay over there. And they felt so little and belittled and so inferior that they said, man, maybe I just should not have anything to do with the body. So, guys, you see that? Like, as believers, like, should that happen? Like, that's what the world does. But as believers, we don't make anybody feel like that. You see what I'm saying? So, guys, man, uh, Jesus said, and uh, I'm going to read this first. I don't know. There's so many places to go, but let me read Matthew 16, 24. It said, Jesus said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. Guys, your cross is that burden that you you have a problem with with the church. So maybe the problem is you guys. You know, maybe it's you not taking up your cross, that cross, humbling yourself, You know, even though you feel like your gift's better than everybody else's, you got it going on, you know it all. Like, you need to humble yourself and just serve, right? Follow Jesus. This is the direction Jesus is trying to take you in. Follow him. Like, as the body of Christ, we're called to serve one another, meet each, meet each other's needs. Like, I was going to ask you guys, what is the church, guys? What is the church? The church is me and you. Like, I think I already said that. So guys, man, the church cannot reach its fullest potential. The church not going to be the, what the church needs to be. So every single believer is the church, right? All of us not going to reach our fullest potential if people are forsaking their uh their uh, calling if people are forsaken and don't really care to do anything about that burden that God's placed within them you guys see what I'm saying man so man we got to have all members being involved so maybe the problem ain't the church maybe the problem's you not want to get involved wanting nothing to do with the church at all or wanting don't want to help out you know what I'm saying guys this is the whole entire point guys so yeah man like some people go to church for the wrong reasons, too. Like they just go to church or like, the, you know, because they like they go to that church because like the music that they play. I love the music or the pastor's relatable or the children's ministry because it meet my kids needs. But, you know, what about everybody else? You know, what about, you know, it's people just so selfish. You know what I'm saying? Like we're a body of Christ. What does that mean? You know, the body of Christ. That's Paul's whole point in First Corinthians 12, man. Like I'm going to read First Corinthians 12, just 21 through 25 and 15 through 17, that's all I need to go to, so 21 through 25 says, and the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you, like, if your body actually did that, what would happen to your body, like, if your head didn't want anything to do with your foot, and it just walked away from it, even though your head can't walk, it would just roll away, like, you know, well, your body wouldn't even exist, like, your body would cease to work, right, You see, you guys see what I'm saying, like, Paul literally takes the human body and relates it to spiritual matters, to how we all function as believers, guys. Guys, we got to do a better job. You know what I'm saying? Like we're called to serve one another. So you're a part of the body. You function a certain way. Like you can't say you have no need of somebody else in the body or like, I'm not going to serve them. I don't want to do, you know, I don't want them to get the benefit of, you know, God working through me or something. That's real selfish and real prideful, guys. We got to all humble ourselves, right? Why? why? Verse 25, that there should be no division in the body. Like, if we don't humble ourselves, if we think that we're better than other people, there will be division in the body. And who? where did division come from? Pride. It comes from Satan doing things his way. That's why he ain't a part of the heavenly host no more. Like, because a pride, you know? You, see, you guys see what I'm saying, guys? Like, well, you want to be like your father, Satan? Like, that's not your father. Your Satan's the Lord. I mean, your father your father is the Lord, right? So, guys, you see what I'm saying, man? Uh, but that the members should have the same care for one another. So just like you care about yourself, you need to care for other members of the body or the body of Christ. Are we not? This is Paul's whole point. Paul loves talking about the body of Christ in all his epistles. Just look at all of them. Look how many times he says the body of Christ. He says it in every single one of them. Like you know what I'm saying. So guys, as the body of Christ, guys, the body of Christ, you, me, all believers, you're called to serve. Serve. You hear? You guys see what I'm saying? Serve. You the you. know you're already talking about what you should do, should do. What are you doing? It'd be different if you put in everything you got into the church. Then you can talk. But guys, you aren't saved just to be saved. You're saved to just the shot. You're saved to work, you know, to work your faith, to, to act on what God called you to do. Guys, the, you see what I'm saying? The Bible is so powerful, guys. Man, it is so powerful. And I'm going to just keep on reading. Verse 22, nay, much more of those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. So, guys, those places, those churches that you don't think deserve you, they they shouldn't get any, you know, they I'm just too good for them that's how you feel like you let's just be real that's how you say it you're that prideful those churches who you think are you know feeble and weak and pathetic those are the ones who need you the most you need to be acting on faith you guys see what I'm saying you need to be obedient to God humble yourself and just work cuz I'm guaranteed you doing that will change that whole entire environment with will, will change that whole entire place so guys man verse twenty three and those members of the body which we think again, we think they're not lesser than they're not lesser, they're not not valuable, you know they're not uh <laughs> they're they're not the scum of the earth, we just think that right, so we that let me just start off again first corinthians twelve verse twenty three and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable upon the these we bestow more abundant honor in our comely parts have more my un, our uncommonly parts have more abundant holiness okay guys so uncommonly means unattractive communous means attractive so guys those churches who you don't want to serve and you're refusing to cover with your gift and refusing to be used by god their uncommonly parts are just showing they need to be covered they need you to work and and be obedient to god so that you can cover their uncomeliness and to make them more appealing, more attractive. Because as believers, let's just say it like this, this world it sees, you know, uh, physical, you know, they don't see spiritual matters. So like we're called to reach people for Christ. So how are you going to do that? Should you just do it your own way? No, you got to play the game kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're trying to reach as many people as, to Christ as possible, you got to know how the game works. So you have to be appealing to the eye. So you want to have unattractive people just, you know, doing a certain stuff. Like you'll have them covered. You know what I'm saying? But that's beside the point, guys. All this, this text talking about a lot with verse 23. But all it's really saying is like, guys, you refusing to serve the body, the less people who you think are lesser than, that you think that you're better than, like you're not bestowing honor on them. That's not bestowing honor on them. That's not loving your neighbor. That's not. Taking care of your neighbor—that's having division—and you can't do that in the body. Imagine if your heart just wanted to walk away from your body and want nothing to do with your body. You can't live without your heart. Your heart flows all the blood in the world to your whole entire body. All everything's connected to the heart. I think in your body. Like so, what would happen without your heart pumping blood? You'll die, right? And that's just with the heart. We ain't talking about all the rest of the body parts in the body, right? So, guys, man, like uh, verse twenty-four for our. Comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. So, if God gives more abundant honor to the least of these, to the people who we don't think are honorable at all, what should we do as his children? Should a child not mimic their father and what he does? So, we're supposed to copy God, right? We're supposed to be a reflection of God and a reflection of Jesus. We're supposed to be a light unto the world like God is, because he is light, right? So what does it look like if we're not you know, meeting the needs of the people who need it the most? If we're not bestowing more abundant honor, more abundant honor. Did you guys get that in verse 23? We should bestow more abundant honor on the people who we think are less than us. You guys see that? So I talked about that with my racism video I did on YouTube. It's one of my last videos. Uh, I'm sharing my screen on my uh, Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins. my my uh, YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. Uh, it's right here. I did a video called Racism Has No Place in the Believer. Guys, like, as a body of Christ, like, we can't afford to have no type of division. None. So, ha- being discri- discriminating, um, being hateful, prideful, being partial towards people, showing partiality, you guys see what I'm saying, doing all that stuff. Man, does that glorify God? You kidding me? And then you do it to other believers. See, it'd be different if Paul's talking about unbelievers here. He ain't even talked, Jesus even said, love your enemies. Paul's talking about what do you do to believers here in 1 Corinthians 12? So, guys, you don't make believers, the church, you don't make them feel less than. Like everybody has a, a part to play. Everybody has a role to play. Everybody's important. Everybody's needed. So to make anybody feel conscious, to make anybody feel different from that says a lot about you because how you treat people, how you pe- treat the people in front of you shows where you are, shows your relationship with God, shows how much you love God, shows your position with God. Because how can you love, say you love God who you can't see when well, you can't even love your neighbor? But then on top of that, you can't even love a, another believer. Like even, no matter what your differences are, guys, because again, does your whole body function the same way? Like your right hand, your my left hand is weaker than my right hand. But that don't mean my right hand disregards my left hand. My left, we're not gonna cut off my left hand and disregard it from our body, right? Because we don't need it. Like, you guys see what I'm saying? So we gotta work together, man. So maybe the problem is you guys. Like, as believers, we're a body. You guys see what P- Paul's saying here in this passage, man? If the foot verse 15, man, I gotta read this part. If the foot shall say, Because I'm not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? What? Just because you have a different role and a different function in the body, you think that you're lesser than, so you're just going to leave? You don't do What? Maybe the problem is you, guys, if you're making people feel like that. If you're saying that to the church and you actually believe that that church has no significance at all, maybe the problem is you. You guys see what I'm saying? This is the whole video, guys. like. Man, like we're so quick to judge other people when we really should be judging ourselves. We should really be looking in the mirror. Are you doing what God called you to do? You worry about what the church is doing altogether. The church, again, is people, not a body, a building, but that's how we think, right? So you worry about what a building's doing of, of that church instead of what you're doing. Like, you're not even serving in the church, but you want to talk about the church when you are the church. What does that mean? You are the body. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, guys, this is the this is what I want to talk about today, guys. This is exactly what I'm going to talk about. So this is what I learned. One of the, one of the many things I learned with First Corinthians chapter twelve, guys. And so I'm gonna be doing a series called "Why Go to Church" on my YouTube channel. So this is my first video of it. I delete the the real the original one I did because I didn't like it. I'll do it over again. But anyways, um, and the, it's, it's all a series on First Corinthians chapter twelve. And everybody's a lot of people messaging me. I need to read this. Okay, okay. Somebody says she believes nine gifts exist and as one spirit, we all have different gifts. That's right. Yeah. So that's the text in 1 Corinthians 12. So I'm doing a whole series on 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So check it out on my uh YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. You'll see way more videos on it. Uh and I got I got a lot to say on it. So I'm sharing my screen on all my other uh uh, social media platform. So, are you kidding me? I closed it. Why would I close it? All right, I gotta open it back up. But let me read some messages while I do this, guys. So, people actually mentioned somebody said I could do so much more than I do. I do love being able to share the word with others. That's what I mean by being the church. When I have said it before, that's right. That's a uh, at one melissa underscore nc yeah guys but <laughs> there's just so much work to do right in the body of christ but yeah make sure to uh, go to my youtube channel subscribe to a Little past crossroads that's also my podcast sean christopher jenkins my facebook and linkedin i'm live on there right now as well and you can actually see me sharing my screen so check me out on there guys whenever i go live uh trouble don't last and my daily underscore bible and my two instagram pages my Snap, Twitter, and TikTok is actually Trouble Don't Last. I haven't done anything on TikTok yet, but I will. And my Tumblr is Trouble Don't Last, number one. So, guys, I got a lot of videos. Like I said, I'm going to just end this. But you guys get it, man. Maybe the problem's you. Like, so how does God want to use you guys? What does God want to do with you? And are you doing it? So, literally, some people literally just message that on my underscore, day underscore Bible. Like, maybe the problem's you guys. So I pray that, you know, this lesson bless you because that's what I figured out with 1 Corinthians 12. Maybe the problem was me. And it was. You know, I'm talking about my dad's church dogging it out. When, like, God has gifted me so much, maybe I should just function in my gift and then and then see what happens. You know, which is a lot of work. I Honestly, I don't even want to do it there because I know they won't appreciate me. I know they just so lazy. If they say one word to me, it will tick me off. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm not in the only position like that like, church-wise. But guys, that's the whole entire point of being a Christian, you know, is dealing with people. If you really love God, what are you going to do with people? Huh? You're going to turn the other cheek when they say stupid stuff, you know what I mean? You're going to love them instead of hate on them, even when they hate on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially other believers, it'd be different. we talking about unbelievers. we talking about other believers who sometimes are carnal in certain moments. They're not always at their best. Maybe the problem is you if you just want to hate on them back. You know what I'm saying? Show guys love instead. You are a church, for God's sake. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, guys, there's just so much I learned with First Corinthians 12. So that's one of the videos I want to do. I actually like the delivery on this one, so I'll definitely keep it. But I'm going to probably try to go back live before I head out. All right. So, yeah, let me know what other videos you want me to do. You got any questions, DM me, guys. You know the routine. And, uh, yeah, if this bless you, please DM me, man. Talk to me. Oh, I'm trying to get married, too. I just, I need, I got to do a better job telling everybody that. I'm trying to get married. That costs money. I'm the only one paying for it. I got no help. So if you guys want to help me, I got my Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, all that stuff always in my descriptions on everything, YouTube, Instagram, whenever I do a video. So you guys can bless my ministries and, uh, yeah, just marriage, all that stuff if you won't. So I'll talk to you guys later. All right. I'll talk to you in a minute. You guys have a good one. Happy Saturday. All right. Peace.